as the myth turns. Because mythology is the greatest soap opera of all time. With your cultural interns, Eris and Z. Interns because we're not professionals. And we're not getting paid. I'm Eris. And I'm Z. And today we are talking about superstitions and old wives' tales. Do do do. So I think you had a definition of superstitions. I didn't mean to like just trounce all over your right. do. I love No, no, my, my, my do to do was done. I, I did the do. It's all good. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, I love it and I love you. <laughs> okay. So uh, definitions. Yeah. So um, the definition of superstition is just that it's a widely held but scientifically unjustifiable causation or idea. Okay. So just like, I think this thing happens. And a lot of people think this thing happens. Mm -hmm. Doesn't necessarily mean it does, but we think so. And then there's old wives tales, which are like superstitions that were handed down by older women. um, And they're usually related to the household or pregnancy, sometimes health. Mm -hmm. And because I I know you looked it up too, uh, Mm -hmm. talking about how wife didn't mean like married woman so much as just a woman. Because it comes from the old English word with, with um, which is actually, wife without an e, but with yeah. meant woman, just just any woman, yeah, marital status up in there, <gasps> yeah. Um, and that word is actually derived from German's like weeb, I think is how you say it. It's probably not how you say it at all. I don't Maybe. know German. It's W E I B. There you go. It's probably like uh, weeb. There's two B's in German, and one of them makes a B sound, and one of them makes an S sound. S. I think East. I yes. thought you meant Weast. Sorry, that's a SpongeBob <laughs> reference. <laughs> I don't even like SpongeBob that much, and I'm always making SpongeBob references. It's okay, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. Was that me? I can't, I can't, no, I of the two of, of the two of us, I'm totally Patrick. <laughs> okay, I, I don't watch. I've, I've seen a singular episode of SpongeBob, and I was way more distracted by the baby I was babysitting at the time than right. to really get into the episode. So I don't I know. I feel like I feel like you. Sandy and like I'm a squirrel yeah. in the astronaut suit. Yeah. Okay. All and right. I'm, I'm, I'm Patrick. I'm into that. Yeah. I'm really into that actually. Okay. So yeah, yeah. I had I had found some things on the the with with versus wife and where that came from and yeah. and a lot of uh, the old whiffs tale like like old women tales mm-hmm. is like. By the time you were called an old woman, you've like, you survived probably a lot of shit and probably even a couple of childbirths because yeah. that was rare back then. Usually you died during childbirth. And so a lot of the the old wives tales, like you had said, were, were specifically about the household and health. But like, it was like collected by anecdotal evidence. Like, hey, I've seen when people do this, they tend to die. Yeah. <laughs> and when people do this, they tend to survive. So let's kind of keep doing that other thing, you know, yep. with the whole survival rate. <laughs> Yeah. That would be great. Back in the olden day times, like superstitions and old wives tales were held to the same, I don't want to say standard, but basically held to the same standard as like medical practices mm-hmm. because they were kind of just the same thing. Like they were yeah. pretty much interchangeable terms. Yeah. Um, and then gra- granted, like, you know, there were like surgeons and stuff who would do more developed things, but like a really old wives' tale is like, don't crack your knuckles or you'll get arthritis. Yeah. And that's like up until like, I want to say I was in like middle school. That was a thing that like people just believed. Yeah. Well, the thing too about doctors and medicine is that that is a relatively new concept the way we understand Mm -hmm. it. We had doctors and medicine pretty much since 
we had civilization. Yeah. But that whole, like, do no harm is new. Is yeah. very new. In fact, most of the time, like, because Old Wives Tales, it, it, it even appeared, like, that term, Old Wives Tales, appears in the King James Version of the Bible, the first version. Mm-hmm. So it's pre-1611. Because for it yeah. to be brought into a Bible, it had to already be in the vernacular of the people. So it's older than 1600s, for sure. Yeah. Doctors back then were based almost entirely off of superstition. Mm-hmm. I think there are four demons in your body and you have to keep them all in balance oh they're not demons it's just weird bladders filled with liquid oh they will just call them humors then awesome you have to keep them all in balance that's why when you stab somebody sometimes stuff leaks out oh my god (laughs) like that that's basically that was basically their medical knowledge there was some deeper medical knowledge in different areas of the time india did not have as many like religious constraints against like studying the human body Mm. but even then like it depends on like what country you go to but one of the major reasons is that like even in rome the body was sacred you couldn't cut it up yeah you could do surgery on a living body with consent but a dead body was considered like nope you're done it's sacred like you could so you couldn't like study a cadaver which is where we learn most of our medicine yeah was when we study cadavers but yeah so all you had medically was like superstition i've seen this happen absolutely just knock on a tree you'll be fine yeah i've totally seen that happen like because that, that's all you had that's, that's literally all you had yeah so they were they were very important and i feel like that probably has something to do with why they persist like to this day is that yeah. we survived off of them for like literally centuries yeah for sure um, not well not well there was no. a lot of death <laughs> yeah there was a, I'm, I'm just can i soapbox here yeah vaccinate your kids Uh, vaccinate your kids yeah if you wanted to know where our podcast fell on this vaccinate your damn kids (laughs) yeah you know yeah you know do your germs exist (laughs) this is what like we're gonna explain to you right now why you shouldn't survive off of superstition (laughs) i'm 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 gonna just this is a really personal soapbox re um i know you started this but (laughs) but so my brother is on the autism spectrum Mm mm-hmm and the the thing is, is when people say like, oh, uh, vaccines cause autism or vaccines do this or that or whatever, like, I just like really want to punch them in the face because like my brother was like this before he got vaccinated. And if he hadn't gotten vaccinated, odds are he would have been completely nonverbal up until his death because yeah. like... He could have died if he hadn't gotten vaccinated. Oh, for sure. Like, kids, anybody can. Kids are starting to die all over the country because yeah. they're not getting vaccinated. The measles are back. We had almost wiped that out and it's back. Yeah. So, I don't know. It also just super bothers me that people would rather my brother be dead than have, yeah. like, the life it's that better he has. To, yeah, it's better to be, like, dead than broken or some yeah. weird, yeah, totally twisted argument like and that. And, like, bitch, like... Yeah. Vaccinate your kids. Like, my brother's probably more responsible than half the parents out there that aren't vaccinating their kids. Because, A, he has almost an entire house paid for. Like, saved up. Like, he has oh. one he wants to buy, and he's saved up for the money. Refuses to get a loan. But that bitch be working all the damn time just so he can pay for this house so he will never be in debt. Oh like, my God. like, this bitch. Like, this bitch. He has his shit way more together yeah. than I do. Yeah, he do. Way more than me. Oh <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, that's that's a soapbox that is a thing. Okay, so. Everybody get vaccinated. I'm just saying. <laughs> clearly, you get your shit together if you do. <laughs> yeah. Um. Wow. Uh, okay, so yeah, superstitions and old wives tales. Yeah. Off the soapbox. Let me just climb down. <laughs> so, um, let's go ahead and start with some American superstitions. Be like, because like, clearly, I mean, we're developing new, I guess, superstitions yeah. every day. Yeah. 
you know. People were like, oh, don't, don't do that. You'll get whatever. I, my, my grandmother always used to say like, this is more old wives tale, I guess, because it yeah. does have like a uh, anecdotal basis in health. Mm. But the, you know, come inside when it's cold or like keep warm when mm-hmm. it's cold outside because you'll catch your death of the pneumonia. Yeah. Like there's only one pneumonia. Yeah, you, you just, just pass it around. It's the consumption. It's the consumption. <laughs> you just, it's like hot potato pneumonia. You just get, if you have it, everyone else is safe. Right. Because you it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but she's like, you'll catch your death of the pneumonia. And, and yeah, and then just so, <laughs> which is, which is true. Which, yeah. which is like, you know, because the cold does lower your immune system. It lowers your cold, core body temperature, which lowers your ability to fight, fight off infection. Yeah. So you probably will get sick. Like, yes, that yeah. one, anecdotally, sure. But that one has a basis, in fact. Yeah. But, like, also, it's not exclusionary. What, what's the word? I don't even exclusionary? know. Exclusionary? Is that a word? I think so. Okay. It's not exclusionary. It's not exclusive to... To, there you go. To just being in the winter. That's true. <laughs> right, yeah. You, you can. I actually, when I caught, um, I caught walking pneumonia, which is a slightly, like, mm. it's like a downgraded yeah. version of, pneumonia is the one that knocks you out flat. And I had walking pneumonia and I caught that in the summer. Yeah. The, um, right before I had my tonsils and my adenoids taken out, um, I caught the, like, in, like the lung infection that turns into pneumonia. Like, yes. if you can't, like, fight it off or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, Three days before my surgery. And, like... No! Yeah. I, and I totally probably shouldn't have had the surgery, but, like, I was, like, guzzling, like, all the medications I could to make my temperature go down. Because the year before, I'd had pneumonia, I'd had the flu, I'd had a cold twice, I'd had bronchitis twice, and I had something. I think it was just, okay. like, generalized upper respiratory. So I was like, I'm having the surgery. I'm Actually, like, I, I would say at that point, because you had been so ill so frequently, yeah. they probably, I can see doctors making that decision of, like, they did tell like, me, they were like, they're if you sick can... again. Yeah. <laughs> it's because of this. Yeah. If we can just remove it and then keep them healthy, they'll be healthy. Like. Yeah. They did, they did tell me, like, if I could get it below 101, then I could have the surgery. Yeah. So it wasn't like I was, it wasn't like I was like, I have a 98.6 temperature. Want- like they were like, get it below 101 and we'll do it. You yeah. Know? Like, cause they knew it was, it was important, Pe- but. Yeah. People have <laughs> surgery when they're very ill all the time. Yeah. So the, I the mean, the thing it's- is though, like after surgery, like a lot of the times your body will get a temperature yes. because it's like, oh shit, trauma. Yeah. Like, even, even though it's, it's for a good cause. <laughs> it's still like, trauma. Yeah. So yeah. your body will like get in and especially uh, anytime you have anything like removed and then you have a sore. Yes. Um, so then it's kind of like your body's like trying to heal that. And so yeah. I think a, a big concern that was that they, they just didn't want me to like have a crazy spiked temperature. Yes. Yeah, because you were already kind of experiencing a trauma with the foreign invader, like with the infection, you know, and then, and then, so your immune system was already tapped out that way. And they're like, and we're about to go into a knife fight. So yeah, with with my tonsils. (laughs) I mean, yeah, don't, don't bring your tonsils to a knife fight, guys. (laughs) They gotta get cut out. So yeah, I mean, I understand obviously the cause for concern, but I can see like a doctor making that decision based on your past medical history. Yeah. Okay, but they really need to go under the knife because we know, we know if we can get them to survive the surgery, the surgery will absolutely help later. Yeah. Like, otherwise you're just going to be right back in here with another illness. So yeah, like, I I mean, I I can see them making that decision. I'm just saying. So tangent. Woo. Um, (laughs) So that's. I mean, that's kind of part of superstition. A lot of superstitions are based on keeping your ass alive. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. 
but then we also have some that are like super just random. Um, like well, bad luck and omens come in threes. Like who? Okay, where does that come from? Who knows? Who cares? Um, I can I can almost see that in terms of like and I don't know where it comes from necessarily, but uh, it's a bad luck like keeping your ass alive. Okay, yeah, okay. two bad things happen to you. That's great. You survive, but there's a third one coming, so keep on the lookout. Like you gotta, right. you gotta keep your dex mod up. You know, yeah. you gotta do that dex save again because the third one's yeah. coming. Um, um, and I'm just saying, I'm actually like for real. I'm a firm believer in the bad luck comes in threes. I always... super am too. It was a year that I had three family members pass away, See? and it like was celebrity just deaths like... always come in threes. Yeah. Yeah, and then or of course, more like, like 2016 was, was like a trash. was th- a three of three. <laughs> yeah, you know, was there was nine like big celebrities at least like that had like a personal impact on yep. on my like formativity. Mm-hmm. This is going to be an episode of just, like <laughs> yeah, tripping over words. This is going to be an episode where we quiz you on the English language <laughs> because we clearly no we we quiz you because we don't know it. Yeah. Um, please, please <laughs> remind us how to speak. <laughs> no, we can't. <laughs> Uh, but, but yeah, the the bad luck comes in threes is something that I know is either my brain is that's that's the easiest way for my brain to process that information mm-hmm. to interpret that information. There's probably like times when it only comes in twos or fours or any other number, but right. my brain likes to stick on the three thing because like it's what it already knows. Like I understand that that's very likely that's what's happening. Yeah. But at the same time, like that doesn't make me happy. What makes my brain happy and calm and sedated is thinking that bad luck comes in three. So this is an easy life hack. I'll just let it keep thinking that and my life goes so much smoothly. Yeah, you know. <laughs> my life actually turns into a wreck when I try to actively convince myself superstitions don't exist. Because then everything seems crazy and chaotic and I have no control over it. And that's when I start to freak out just a little bit. <laughs> well, and humans, humans have a natural tendency to find patterns and things. Exactly. You know, like the exactly. cons- constellations are nothing. Like yeah. they're just a bunch of stars. Completely that we random. saw frequent patterns in. Yeah, you pretty much just flicked paint at the sky. I know that's not what stars are. Right. <laughs> but that's how I draw them. <laughs> I just flick paint at the canvas. <laughs> but that's, yeah, they're just completely random droplets. But yeah. we're like, that bitch made, that made a scoop. Let's call it a dipper. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. It's a spoon. <laughs> and, and, you know, constellations have had a really big... Uh, history mm-hmm. or or uh, presence in our history mm-hmm. um, as far as like being used like in religion with like the northern star or whatever yes. or even used um, to as roadmaps for like the underground railroad mm-hmm. so like not to discount how important constellations have been right. but also well, their I'm... meaningless like as far yeah. as like science goes. So, so bad luck and omens come in threes. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have like masturbation causes blindness or Harry Palms. Do you know where that comes from? Because I heard that as a kid growing up too. Um, I believe, and and I did not look this up because I feel like I've heard this enough that I didn't need to. Mm. That it comes from a puritanical period. Okay. Um, where like sex was absolutely bad, and uh-huh. um, they would do anything and say anything to keep people from having sex or from being promiscuous right. in any perceived way. So no, that that's, that tracks. That's where I've heard it's come from, but mm. I might be wrong. Um, I didn't actually look it up. I just feel like I've always heard I that. I almost wonder. I don't know this for sure, but I'm willing to lay money down. Not a lot. I don't, I'm so broke. <laughs> but I'm willing to lay like five bucks down that it was from William H. Kellogg. Yeah, that, he that was, bitch with the flakes. He, he was so obsessed with stopping sex entirely mm-hmm. that like, I mean, he, he did general mutilation on children. Yep. Um, if you really want to have a bad time, just research him. Yeah. 
So, other <laughs> superstitions. <laughs> Cracking your knuckles causes arthritis. Yep. Uh, swimming within an hour of eating causes stomach cramps. Yeah, um, that one's not I actually look, factual. I looked a little bit of that. It's not exactly factual. It's, it's, there's a little, there's not a, exactly a basis to it. Don't eat a full meal and then immediately jump in the pool because it does, it is exercise. Good. It is good to give your body a couple minutes to digest. Yeah, it takes time to work yeah. your food from your stomach, you know, into your intestines. If you have a light snack, actually, that's great because it, it is a, a swimming is exercise. You do need to keep up your calorie content. Yeah. But it's the same as like, I've definitely gotten sick doing this. Um, not the pool, but uh, I'll eat a full dinner and then my, like a full dinner, like mm. full on, like I was hungry and I ate way too much. And then my mom was like, let's go for a run. And I'm like, sure, okay. And then I'm like, I'm going to vomit. Because yeah. it was within minutes of me literally finishing eating. And then it's just, I didn't have time to get it out of my stomach yet. Like, my stomach was still heavy with food. Like, wait till it moves out of your stomach. We'll give it a good, like, ten minutes or so. Yeah. And then jump in the pool. You should be fine. Yeah. Let it let it have time to get in your intestines and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> get that process started. You will vomit, basically, is what's yeah. going to happen. Is Because that, that's what happened to me. You'll vomit or or just have, like, terrible stomach cramps. And if you're swimming where you're actually trying to keep yourself afloat, I can imagine that would be very bad. Yeah. When you're running, it's so not great. <laughs> but at least you're still on ground. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, God. Right. Oh, God, not- I'm going to die. Oh, God. Oh, God. So you're not swimming in your vomit, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> pretty Ugh. much, yeah. Yeah, we just, we're going to get gross in this episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> shaving makes the hair grow back darker and thicker. I had lived almost my entire life, like like up until my mid to late 20s, believing this. Yeah. Which is weird because I shave. Yeah. I have literal proof on my legs that it's not true. And I was like, it's just going to get worse mm-hmm. as I'm shaving. Like, I'm miming shaving myself. Right. Um, I'd always heard... Uh, as like a, a counter to that, that the reason that we think that shaving makes the hair grow back darker and thicker is just because when it's naked, when it's naked skin, mm-hmm. like you're like, oh, there's no hair there. Like it's clear. It's just skin. And then it grows back. And of course it looks darker than it did before. Uh-huh. And it looks thicker than it did before. Cause it was nothing there. Also like, when you cut hair, it has um, more surface yeah like hair that has uncut or like over time will kind of like like soften. wear down a little bit and soften um it'll form like a point mm-hmm. um but if you shave it and so when it grows back like because you've only shaved it to you didn't shave obviously because the root is underneath the skin yeah you shaved it just to the skin so it's growing out blunt a little bit mm-hmm. and so it does Doesn't visually it? look like it's darker but it's really not uh there's also making a funny face will make your face quote unquote get stuck that way yeah, um, what up with that? I don't know where that comes from, but I do know that there's an episode of Supernatural, season five, episode six, called I Believe the Children Are Our Future. I looked it up just for you guys. Yay. Where they, like, do a whole thing on, like, uh, childhood uh, superstitions and stuff, like yeah. Pop Rocks and Coke, and yes. which is a little bit more of an urban legend, I think, than it is a superstition, because it's yeah. so recent, maybe? Yeah. Um, they also do the the hairy palms. They do the uh, face will get stuck that way thing. Like, yeah. Just kind of talk about a couple of different things. It's a fun episode. It wouldn't surprise me if the, your, you know, your face getting stuck that way one isn't from, like, exhausted parents who are like, stop, we have guests talking. <laughs> stop making the face. Like, you were, 
you're being so rude right now to our guests. Like, just, yeah. it'll get stuck that way. You don't want to go to school. Like, like no, daddy. <laughs> like, I, I can just imagine it was some type of weird, like, I'm going to believe the 1950s. I'm going to like McCarthy for that one. He's yeah. Like it. Just I'm blame right. McCarthy. He's needs more blame in his I'm going to carbon date this back to the 1950s. <laughs> right? Yeah. I base that off of absolutely nothing, which I can do because this is superstitions. Yeah. You know, whatever. <laughs> Uh, oh, uh, find a penny, pick it up all day long. You'll have good luck. I've heard of that one. Uh, there's actually I like it a second, it rhymes. yeah, there's a second part to it that says, see a penny, let it lay. All your luck will pass away. <gasps> and that's how it like finishes. What? Yeah. Um, and what? I, I heard like an addendum to this, that it's actually like the penny has to be heads up to be good luck. See, that's what and I heard I, too. Like tails down is bad luck. Yeah. And I have a friend who I love that she does this and she listens to our podcasts so, hey, bitch, hi. Um, but she, like, when whenever we're out and when she sees a penny, like, she always flips it so it's heads up. Aww. And then she lets it stay there. That's so sweet. I know. And I'm just like, that's, like, so inspiring. Like, make your own good luck. Make other yes. people's good luck. Yeah. Be an influence on people. <laughs> yes, bitch. Be a yes. <laughs> Oh my god, so, that's yeah. so sweet. I love I love it and I love your friend. I base us only off of the penny thing. <laughs> <laughs> so like, there's your there's your motivational great. speech. Yeah, she's great, she's great. I love her so much. Hey guys, this is Eris. Uh, just cutting in really quick. The Ides of March has hit both me and Z pretty hard uh, this week. And uh, I, I uh, want to apologize really quick because this episode probably is coming out late. Um, obviously, you're already listening to it. But yeah, so, so if that's the case, a uh, thousand apologies. Um, I, I did want to say uh, a thank you to our sponsors. We... We love the support. We we love uh, you know all of our subscribers that we that we have now. All of our listeners. Um, thank you to Pack Mule Photography. They've been with us since the beginning uh, for sponsoring this episode. They're a photography business based in Queen, Oklahoma. You can find that packmulephotography.com. Uh, if you've listened to our other episodes, <laughs> you 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 know who they are. Um, also, thank you, Mac Boyle. Uh, for for producing this show and giving us valuable advice as always we we're just so thankful uh with like every, every little nugget of wisdom that you give us we're like we we need to you know implement this now uh and again thank you to our listeners uh you guys are just great we love all your comments please keep sending them in uh we we just love hearing from you Today's random fact of the day, uh, Hedy Lamarr was not only just a famous Hollywood actress in the 30s, she's also credited with inventing the technology that ultimately grew into Bluetooth, Wi-Fi, and, you know, other technologies that pretty much are practically fundamental to this day, uh, you know, in today's world. Uh, in 1942, after seeing, like, the, the bleakness of World War II, she wanted to do something to help. She, she is said... Uh, she is quoted as saying that she doesn't feel right sitting in Hollywood making all this money when, now this is paraphrased, something she, you know, something could be done to help out, you know, the war. And um, so she realized that most of the radio signals, um, especially the radio, like our radio controlled torpedoes at the time, which was a, an emerging technology, could be jammed. And so she 
was able to develop a frequency hopping signal that could not be tracked or jammed. Um, She worked with a friend, George Anthill, who was a composer and a pianist, to develop and invent a device that would then utilize that signal. Um, They they got it patented, um, and when they... When they did try to give it to the U.S. military, it was very difficult to implement, but it was something that the military actually kept on to, and we were later able to implement it in 1962, um, which was right before the Cuban Missile Crisis. So that was something that was installed on our naval ships, uh, even at a later date. Um, it wasn't until 1997 that Lamar and Anthel were both formally applauded for their work, um, but for sure, without her work in developing that signal and other broad spectrum frequencies, the world as we know it would be a very different place. So, if you like the internet, you should thank Hedy Lamar. <laughs> anyway, that's it for today. Back to the episode. Um, oh, oh, uh, another money one. If your palm itches, money is coming your way. Huh. Have you ever heard that? Like, if you're, you, I've never heard that, and my palms never itch. So this is why I'm broke all the time. That's like that's one that I really believe in. I've also heard that like if you itch it, it's canceled. Like you, like, so if your palm itches and you scratch it, like that money that was going to come your way isn't. And so like, I'm constantly just in a state of like flexing my hands. Like, don't you scratch it. Don't do it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I just want to say, Z will attest to this. I, when you, when you said that like, you'll cancel the money coming away. I had like a visceral reaction. I was yeah. like, no, <laughs> no. Cause I'm so broke all the time. Yeah, you know. Uh, oh, broken mirrors. Yes. Yeah, you break a mirror, you get seven years of bad luck. That comes from, um, in Greece, uh, seers would dip a mirror in water and then, like, uh, you would look at your, your reflection and if there was a distortion, then you were either going to have bad health or bad luck or death. Okay. Um, and they believed that, like, your health came in cycles of seven, like, as a seven-year cycle. Hmm. And so, like, I guess, I guess, it, like, they were originally, like, you're going to die if you're, you're reflection is distorted and then not people weren't dying so they're like okay okay not death just bad luck <laughs> like, right it seems like backdrop like we came on too strong yeah we were yeah. losing customers yeah you know <laughs> um so that's a thing oh i was gonna ask do you know this is this is one that i i have a personal experience with um the umbrella thing like don't leave an umbrella open indoors yeah i want to um, say like because it, it was raining i mean this was a couple weeks ago but I was going into work, people had their umbrellas, and somebody was drawing an umbrella open in our break room. I walked in, and I had, like, like a visceral reaction, like a, <laughs> it's open. And then somebody else, like, was in the break room, you know, putting away their stuff, and then goes, like, I know. And then we both looked at each other, and we're like, we know it's a superstition, and we know it's silly. <laughs> we know that the umbrella, like, isn't hurting anything, but we both had this whole, like, do we get do we leave the room if we stay in the room too long <laughs> is this gonna like hurt us in a negative way like we were both kind of vaguely afraid of the umbrella but at the same time we also knew that it was completely ridiculous for us to be having this reaction right so actually <laughs> no it's not necessarily ridiculous yeah. um so okay back in like the 18th century when umbrellas became a thing when they mm-hmm. were like invented or whatever mm-hmm. they were made with like some not great material uh usually like some metal like spokes okay and yeah. um they were, you know how, like, it's always kind of like a comic thing. They're like, oh, your umbrella's flipped inside out. Yes. And it's, it's, oh, your umbrella's all messed up. That was a thing that happened. Like, people uh-huh. just, it was, they were the first kind of umbrellas. Okay. They were just shitty. Yeah. And um, back then, like, people's houses were so small and they would have so many children. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that, like, if you open an umbrella inside, odds are you were going to stab a kid. Wow. <laughs> wow. Or, like, knock something over or something. Yeah. Because like, I've always been afraid of the foof, you know, yeah. when, it, when it zooms out. Like, I, you, can, you can break stuff that way. I love that all you said was foof. And I got, like, a perfect mental image. I was like, oh, the foof, of course. You know, yeah, the foof. you foof an umbrella. And it, because like, onomatopoeias are the best. Yeah, um, you know. <laughs> Um, so, Ides of March. I feel like we have to talk about the Ides of March because this episode is coming out on March 15th. Okay. That was why we chose the topic. This is one that I absolutely, absolutely, ridiculously believe in. So, so, so the Ides of March, for, for people that might not be familiar with it, was really popularized by a Shakespearean play. Yeah, Julius um, Caesar, right? Julius yeah. Caesar, where he gets uh, assassinated in 44 BC. The An Ide of March, well, an Ide is in every month. It's just the center of a month. Like, the Romans didn't yeah. keep a calendar the same way we do. It was based off of three fixed points in a month. So it wasn't necessarily, like, the first to the 30th. It was, like, there was um, the Ides, and then, I'm going to be honest, I can't remember the other two. Um, but the yeah, Ides... The, be- the beginning, the middle, and the end. Yes, the yes. Okay, yeah. Um, normally, an Ide is the 13th day, but in March, May, July, and October, they all fall on the 15th. Okay. And, like, the way that their new year fell, it was the first Ide of the year, and so it was kind of like you needed to get all your stuff in order to pay off all your debts from the year before. Okay. Like, it was kind of like a deadline for many things. Same as our, like, April 15th taxes or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Just like, here's a really good day, you know, whatever, beginning of the year. Yeah. Get all your shit in order. So the whole Julius Caesar thing, um, I kind of why it became, it moved from, like, tradition to superstition mm-hmm. uh, is that a soothsayer predicted that peril would befall Caesar um, and then on the 15th, like, he's noted saying, the, the Ides of March are come, and the soothsayer said, aye, Caesar, but not gone. And then that bitch was murdered. Ooh. So, and and the reason that I personally believe in this one um, is, like, a, a, like a personal superstition. Um, I had a grandfather who was, I, I was extremely, extremely close mm-hmm. with pass away mm-hmm. um, on the 15th of March. Oh. And um, it was one of those things that, like, I'd always heard, like, the Ides of March, like, oh, you're not supposed to plan any travel. Like, it's a day to be home and to get your shit together and do things. Mm-hmm. And um, it was the day that a friend and I were going to go on a spring break vacation. Oh. Um, and we were going to be gone for like, it was like 13 days or something, which is not a great number for travel. Let's just be honest. 13 yeah. is terrible. Um, but, uh, yeah. And it was like, uh, we were going to be leaving uh, at night because she had to work in the morning. And so I was sleeping cause I worked overnights and my mom called mm-hmm. me and was just like, um, like Papa had a heart attack. He might be dead. Uh, do you want to come with us to, to the, the town that he's in? And it was just kind of like decimated me. Like, yeah. it was, like, I was extremely close to him. Like, my mom was a single parent growing up for, until I was, you know, um, until I was, like, in my teens. Mm-hmm. So, like, he was my father figure. Right, right. And um, he's the one that I get, like, my native heritage from. Mm-hmm. So a lot of, of that culture had been passed down through him, even though, like, I didn't really realize what it was that he was teaching me, you know? Right, um, right. So that was like, that's a, a personal one that like is, um, it is, it is a superstition, but it's one that I hold really personally. Yeah. So, and I actually, um, like the Ides of March isn't a really super common one, but Friday the 13th yes. is. And I think that the reason that, I mean, other than what I just explained to you, like obviously I had a, a bad experience with it, but a really common thing with Friday the 13th is that it's, uh, scientists have found that like. It's not a particular day where bad things happen, but because it's such a popular 
thing in pop culture or just in culture, mm-hmm. um, if something bad happens to you on a Friday the 13th, you're more likely to be um, wary of them. Yeah. So you can have, like, one bad Friday the 13th and, like, a hundred normal ones, but that one bad one is going to stick out and the ones after it are more likely yeah. to be to be not great. My, so I feel like that's probably just the big reason I adhere to the Ides yeah. of March. Because I had heard it, it was a, it was, it's kind of a, Ides of March to me had been a thing that's in classical. Like, like yeah. it's like, oh, the Romans dealt with that. Yeah. Like, I'm not in Roman culture, you know, that kind of thing. So it's like, eh, okay, that's neat. That's neat to, to know. <laughs> yeah. So Cause like, cause just to culturally... totally, totally bring down the podcast. <laughs> My I'm grandfather like, oh. died. Uh, <laughs> And other superstitions. Like, <laughs> yeah. I actually, um, Friday the 13th, I have a, quite a few things on Friday the 13th. So the fear of the number 13 is known as triskaidekaphobia. And then the fear of Friday the 13th is known as frigatriskaidekaphobia nice. in words and stuff. In Norse mm-hmm. mythology, uh, I guess there were like 12 gods that were invited to a dinner in Valhalla. And then Loki like crashed it. And, oh. like, a fight ensued, and, like, everybody's favorite, Balder, was killed. And it, so that's why, like, 13 is... is Kind of. Kind of. That's not... That's that's what I found, but I'm sure they're, it's the American They're blending, like, three different you myths know. right you there. Know. As one does. Actually, the the one party that Loki crashed, he actually then... It's the flighting of Loki, where, where he goes around, and he's just, like... He maleficence himself in this party yeah. because they didn't invite him. And he basically, I... like... Um, he's just, like... Freya be like, you weren't invited. And he's like, bitch, you fuck your brother. And she's like, it's true. and everyone else is like, you didn't think we didn't already know that? Ugh. And Frey's, and then like, Frey puts up posters of it. Like, he Snapchats it. Right. You know. Again, high school. <laughs> and then he, he basically, like, he does like this roast. Yeah. Like, that's the actual myth. But Balder dies later. Yeah. <laughs> or earlier. And I- time was a flat circle. <laughs> When I uh, was looking that up, I totally thought about your Maleficent rant, which is on our Patreon. Ah! Um, (laughs) That was great. Great harmony. Um, But uh, so I totally thought about it. I was like, yeah. But then, but then, so, so 12 gods and then the one dude crashed it in Christianity. It kind of took it and um, adhered it to their thing, which is like the Last Supper. And then Mm -hmm. Judas was the 13th person. So that's also believed that. Yeah. But evil wasn't a thing that the Norse believed in. Not not in the kind of absolutes that Christianity does. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's like, just you do bad things or you do good things. People are human. Gods are people. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Mm. It's just like, you, yeah. You just, you, you hopefully, the thing that, that is the difference is that you learn from your mistakes or not. Yeah. That's the difference. Um, and then the Friday superstition comes from... Uh, in the, like, 1800s, people believe, started to believe, for whatever reason, that Jesus died on a Friday. Huh. So, and I think that comes, though, with, like, Easter always being on a Sunday. That's what I was wondering, because I thought, isn't pass or, is it Passover? No, it's, it's, um... Good Friday. Because it's Good Friday, because it's, like, that's when he was entombed, and then he is resurrected on Sunday, mm-hmm. like, kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say like I thought I thought it was a Friday too. I'm not Christian though, so I don't no. really know. <laughs> no, that just that just became a thing in like the 1800s. Which, if you really think about it, makes a lot of sense because like back then they wouldn't have had like weekdays, like like our like our month system and our weekday system like has developed over yeah, hundreds of years. Calendar had yeah, been, yeah, you know, so, up in the air and constantly being edited. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. Neat. I actually really, I really, I'm like, I'm sitting here like absorbing it. Like, that's really interesting. I'm like, oh, I'm doing an episode. I gotta be professional. I can't just sit here and go like, that was super fun. Thanks. 
thanks for that. I'm gonna go get some coffee. Like, <laughs> I mean, um, but yeah, but the the thing that I was thinking about, especially with the Ides of March, is that superstitions is cultural. And yeah. so there are different superstitions in different cultures because I'm I just Ides of March. That's a Roman culture thing. I totally am into like people of Roman culture or in Roman culture because it's it's technically I mean it's not a is it extinct? I don't know. It's ancient, oh. ancient culture. Like, we're yeah. talking about specifically ancient Romans, not necessarily the modern-day Romans, which are yeah. mostly Catholic. Yeah. <laughs> <You> <laughs> I'm know. sure they have a lot of Catholic superstitions now. But, yeah, I was just like, yeah, they they believe in this, obviously, just yeah. as I believe in the umbrella thing. Even though I know it's silly, I'm just like, but umbrellas could cause bad luck or something. We're just like, yeah. you have to leave the room while it's open, as if it's like... A slightly angry dog. Right. <laughs> just like, just back away slowly. Don't, Don't make eye contact. contact. <laughs> <laughs> just back away slowly. That's um, great. And yeah, that looks like that's that's all we have time for. That's anyways. all we have time for. We have more stuff. So uh, visit our Patreon in a couple of days and you'll probably get bonus content. I know I have several more Japanese things that I that I yeah. had found that I wanted to talk about. I'm going to talk about knocking on wood and going under ladders. Oh, shoot. Those, want- are, those are some big ones that. And I wanted to talk have- about cats. Yeah, so all, the super- birds. all the superstitions. All the superstitions. You guys account. are in for a treat if you're on Patreon. <laughs> We're just gonna not stop talking. <laughs> right? We'll just go on for the next 48 hours. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so, but anyway, thanks. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll catch you next time. Woo! Thanks for listening, and don't forget to like, 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 like. And subscribe to As The Myth Turns on Tumblr, Instagram, Twitter. And visit us on patreon.com slash ATMT. Transcripts for this episode can be found at our WordPress site, asthemythturns.wordpress.com. Our theme song is called Fretless by Kevin McLeod. You can find this song and all his others at incompetech.com. <laughs>